0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Existential. And Today we talk about how our mind is built for belief. But before I dive in, I want to thank you deeply for listening. Please stay safe, stay home, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to another awesome episode of Existential. I hope everybody is staying home and staying safe. Today we talk about how our mind and our brain is built for belief. How we thrive on belief and how we thrive on, on believing in something that Our senses can't really interact with. So it goes like this: very basic premise. In life, there are many, many, many things—in fact, countless things—in our own lifetime that we will not know or prove, right? So everybody is on a mission, right? Everybody in a mission is on is in life is on a mission. They're on a on a quest for whatever they're chasing. You know, if they're chasing a distraction, whatever it is, everybody is trying to get the gold at the end of the rainbow. That is, that's everyone, that's what everyone's after. And a lot of times, you know, through our, through, through our entire life, if we do, even if we do successfully get the gold at the end of the jackpot, even if we do live a fruitful, amazing life, hopefully, right? I mean, hopefully the way it should work is that we will not know a lot of things and we will not be able to prove a lot of things. There are many things in life that we will never know and we will never prove. Ever, there are many places in this world you're never going to visit. There are many places, it, there are many people in this world you're never going to know. There are people who are never going to know about you. There, I mean, it's it's quite a it's quite a you know, almost a depressing or a, a grim thought to, to really ponder over. But the fact of the matter is, there are many, many, many places in this world that you will not visit. There are many pla- there are many experiences you wish you had that you will not actually have. There are many many, uh, aspects and many crevices of reality that you will never be able to interact with. Right. And that's just part of, that's just a part of, uh, it's just part of the balance of life really is being able to understand that I won't be able to do all this is being able that I will be able, being able to understand that, Hey, I won't travel here. I will not be able to travel there. You know, I you just, whatever gets done, will get done. Right. And, as a side note, accepting the fact that you will not be able to do everything almost highlights the meaning in doing a few things that that we will do in our lifetime. Right? Yes, there are people who do a lot, and there are people who do not so much. But whatever it is, the the one constant is that nobody knows everything, and there's a reason for that. Right? Our in our in anyone's lifetime, there are many things that we will not know or prove. So, this is the real idea here. So we can either we have this 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 really this interesting choice. We can either believe that these things that we can't prove or know exist, or believe they don't exist, right? So, uh, for example, believing in rich miraculous tales, you know, of the past, or believing in in Bible stories, or believing believing in anything, right? you know, if it's, if it's not directly counter to just logic, really, then we can either choose to believe they exist or not to believe they exist. We have no proof for their existence, and we have no proof against their existence. You know, sometimes you'll hear, okay, the C-split, that's, you know, it's kind of, I mean, that, that requires, you know, strong belief. But, you know, other stories that just a little bit pretty miraculous pretty out of the ordinary and we have the choice to either believe them or not believe them they exist right we will never be able to prove their the the certainty behind them we'll never be able to prove hey these really actually exist we won't it, that that is the one fact but we can believe that these stories exist and we can believe these stories do not exist it makes zero inherent Difference to the world around you, it makes zero difference. Zero again, it makes absolutely zero difference to both the object and its existence, or the story and its existence, if we believe in them or not. This is this is this is a really really interesting idea, right? This is how belief helps our brain, and we're we're just gonna dive into it. Uh, it, you know, second half of the, of the episode. Again, just to reiterate, there are many things in life that, in our own lifetime, we will that we will not know, nor will we prove. But we have the option to either believe they exist or not to believe they exist, right? And sometimes, as I said earlier, the sea splitting, or you know, any other miraculous tale or super, super, uh, supernatural uh, tale of the sort, it it takes a lot of belief. Don't get me wrong; it takes a lot of belief, and it takes a lot of um, not not gullibility, but you can be you can be gullible, right? Or you have to get over the sense of gullibility because, you know, a lot of, the, oh, you believe that exists? Oh, well, you're stupid, right? That, I mean, that's something that people have to kind of get over. But we can either believe that the C-split, or we don't have to believe the C-split. It makes zero difference. It makes zero difference to the story of the C-splitting and the existence of the C-splitting if we believe in them or not, right? Me believing in them makes no difference. Aside from the fact that the tale could be carried over, the story could be carried over, you know, generations. It makes n- zero difference to the actual event, right? Um, and this is this is not a. And don't get me wrong here. I'm not, you know, claiming that people should should go out and believe in whatever they want to, you know, uh, kind of engineer their own reality so it's it feels right to them. It's not what I'm suggesting. I'm suggesting that. If you if you're presented with a choice, the people are presented with a choice of belief or non-belief, right? And there's zero proof for either. There's no proof that it exists, and there's no proof that it doesn't exist. So so there you go, right? This is the choice that we're presented with. It makes no difference. Now, here's where it gets interesting. If we choose to believe in what we can't see or what's what are or what can't be proven, or what Our senses can interact with, it actually brings a change to ourselves. So even though it doesn't make a change to this story, the story's existence, or, you know, the story's unproven reality, it actually brings a change in ourselves. It actually brings a change in ourselves, right? And this is one of the, this is the brilliance of of stories that are passed down uh, generationally, This is the real, this is the big deal, right? If you tell a kid, you know, dragons exist or, you know, some crazy tale like that, the child, yes, you know, the dragon may have existed or may not have existed. But it brings, it it allows the child to believe. That is the highlight of the story. Obviously, the child shouldn't know that. You know, same thing, same idea as Santa Claus or any other um, mythical character. But... It brings about a change, right? It brings about a change in ourself, right? It brings about willingness as a state of mind, willingness and belief as a state of mind, right? So in a completely, no context, you know, somebody asks you a question without any context and in a completely uncontrolled environment, would, do you think this relationship could work? Do you think a relationship could work? willingness as a state of mind or having belief as a state of mind, having belief sewn in you so deeply makes you opt for yes, makes you opt for, it makes you, it kind of bridges the gap between maybe, you know, logical reasoning, Mm etc. It bridges the gap and it makes you believe in yes. Willingness as a state of mind. And, and all based on what? All based on nothing. All based on a simple choice you made to believe in a story that has no predilection whether it actually exists or not. That's the magic of belief, right? People believe – when you say belief, I mean people obviously – is the only obvious um, the only obvious correlation is God or religion, right? And, and that's a gray area for a lot of people. So people tend to turn down the word belief. But if you kind of look at it, it's belief, but it's, it's just – belief is just the action of – Believing in something that you, or believing, yeah, or I guess <laughs> believing in something that your senses cannot uh, single-handedly interact with. Interact with. Willingness is a state of mind, right? The mode of belief is turned on. It affects in it affects things in many many points of life. If you if you just turn on the mode of belief, even if you're not believing in anything, the mode of belief is turned on. If the mode of belief is turned on, things begin to have hope, right? Again, a lot of things are just, a lot of life is the way you look at it. And the fact of the matter is that when you turn, when belief is turned on, things become less despondent, things become more hopeful, things become, you know, things just become more, hey, you know, imaginative, right? You turn on the right side of your brain, you turn on. I mean, literally, the right side of your brain and you know your right brain. The mode of belief is turned on. That's the magic of it, right? So when we believe that things don't exist, or when we believe things do exist as opposed to non-existing, it extends powerfully to the parts of life that do exist. When we again, when we believe in things, when when we choose to believe in things that are unproven, it extends powerfully to the parts of life that do right so even if we believe a dragon doesn't exist even if we believe you know this crazy tale about a a superhero who could fly right even if we don't believe in that obviously we you know as the older we get we, we need more complex content but whatever it may be right whenever we get to that point where we choose to believe whenever belief mode is turned on and we don't believe in let's say some crazy character it extends powerfully to the parts of life that do exist right it extends wildly right so it makes you hopeful of things it makes you hopeful of of the day it makes you it opens up it opens up orifices in your day that you know were previously filled with assumptions you already made about them you know so for example you you know you wake up People who don't believe have a very strict routine. There is a grayscale, there is a sense of uh, grayscale clouds, you know, clouding, grayscale haze. And and the weight of reality tends to fill up the gaps and just puts people in autopilot. It puts people in a sense of depressive autopilot, you know, for people to actually perform during the day, you know, be it at work, everything. Everyone's on autopilot because they don't believe. Right? belief is what animates. Belief is what makes life, you know, surprising. Yeah, that's what makes life, you know, kind of sporadic in a way. Because even if there is nothing directly in life that makes you happy, even if there's nothing directly in life that's that's crazy or wild or different, belief will actually make you hopeful of the smaller things in life. It will actually change the smaller, make you hopeful or less hopeful. It, it brings that balance to the smaller things in life, right? People are able to introduce hope, right? So believing in rich, miraculous tales of the past can make the difference between being happy, let's say, when you're older, or living hopelessly when you're older, right? And older, older, or just through life, right? It literally makes the difference because if you don't believe, if, you know, belief mode is turned off, people tend to listen to their logical side. And when their logical side tries to deal with emotions, you know, a lot of things are immediately turned off. For example, people go out and they say, uh, you know, I think this could work. You know, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. And then their logical mind says, no, I'm going according to my learned behavior. And I'm telling you that is not a good idea. I do not recommend you do that. And people listen to the logical part of the brain. And then they don't end up going through with giving giving whatever it is in life a shot right? whatever it may be. As opposed to belief mode is turned on, people have belief. People are on a different compass. People are on a compass of belief and a compass of of loose uh, this loose sense of gravity that we're all able to to abide by, right? So that's that's the whole miracle of it. The whole miracle of belief is that a lot of times in our brain, hey, should I give it a shot? Yeah, give it a shot. Why not? I believe in it. I believe in it. I believe in myself. I believe in it, right? didn't happen yet, but I'm taking that leap. How did I take that leap? Because I've trained my mind to take the leap with those stories. I've trained my mind to take those leaps in other areas of life, right? So in such a way where the, the, the mode of belief is turned on and mode is not a switch, right? It's, it's, it's faster than, than, you know, retrusting somebody or what it's, you know, it, it is, it does take some building, right? The mode of belief, when it's turned on, it's turned on. And it really does make the difference hey i believe in myself right it it really it extends to all parts of life and that's why you know that's why our brain is built for belief right that's why that's why people who are religious when they're older tend to be happier they don't tend to fall victim to the the autopilot depression of the elderly way of life right that's why people who this is why people who've who've been growing their entire life tend to keep growing right Again, nothing no healthy tree will come from a messed up seed. That's you know, end of story. So, if your seed is messed up, right? If if let's say the seed that you're going that you're growing up with is messed up, let's say it's it's demented in a way, let's say, you know, the mode of belief is turned off, the tree is not going to thrive as high cuz it won't believe in itself. Again, believing in yourself instead of something around you. So, let's say the mode of belief is turned on. You also end up believing in yourself. You end up believing in your own way of life. You end up believing in you end up becoming able to make an emotional investment. That's the real miracle, right? That's why our psychology is really built for for belief. And uh, now we, and with that, we are going to close. So again, guys, I want to give a a massive thank you to all of you out there for listening to this to this episode. Uh, just for the podcast in general it really does make a difference and I'm seeing it it's not it's growing and it's growing quicker and quicker and quicker and it's just it's unbelievable Um, thank you deeply thank you thank you thank you Um, it would help tremendously if you just you know sent the podcast or sent a specific episode of this podcast to uh, you know to a friend to a family member to anybody who, who would find the the content intriguing and Uh, If you don't find the content intriguing, please uh, make sure to check the email that's always in the description and uh, shoot me an email. I'm always checking it. And uh, thank you so much and please tune in for coming episodes. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Existential.